Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, August 8th. To Americans who've lost faith that Congress can do big things, this bill is for you. After nearly a year of Democratic infighting over their big domestic spending priorities, the Senate Democrats have passed a $750 billion health care, tax, and climate bill. The vice president votes in the affirmative, and the bill, as amended, is passed. The final vote was 51 to 50, right along party lines, with Vice President Harris, as you just heard there, breaking the tie. Now the bill moves on to the Democratic-controlled House, where Nancy Pelosi is expecting to bring up the legislation this Friday and pass it so that it can get to President Biden's desk. Now, most of you who are listening to this podcast know by now that this bill has been a long time coming for Democrats. Remember last year when the Democratic Party in Congress, in consultation with the White House, sort of split the two big spending pieces, sort of the domestic policy initiatives in health care and taxes and climate and all of that into one bill they called Build Back Better. And then they put a sort of infrastructure spending bill. And, you know, of course, that infrastructure bill passed with bipartisan support last year. The other piece, the Build Back Better bill, as it was known then, sort of collapsed under the weight of the fact that Democrats could not unify around it. Most significantly, Joe Manchin, the Democratic senator from West Virginia, when he walked away from the negotiating table last December. But the reality is the White House, Majority Leader Schumer, Speaker Pelosi, the work continued to try and find something to deliver on their campaign promises. And so what we saw come to fruition this weekend in the Senate is that Chuck Schumer was able to wrangle every single Democrat, including Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, behind this Inflation Reduction Act, as it is now known. And that is no easy task for a majority leader dealing with Zero room for error. It's not easy with a 50-50 caucus running from Bernie Sanders to Joe Manchin, with intransigent Republicans who wouldn't even help us on reducing the cost of insulin. How do you get it done? You have to listen to members and respect them. And to come to an agreement, you got to meet people. Now, according to the arcane congressional rules over there in the United States Senate, when you pass a bill using this process known as reconciliation, which is for budgetary matters and then allows you to pass a bill with a simple majority, just 50 votes or 51 votes as the case may be, and not have to get the 60 votes required for most legislation to pass the Senate. But when you go through that process, you have to allow for a whole series of amendments. And this is what is known in the Senate as Votorama. And so there was just a marathon legislative session in the Senate this weekend. It took some 16 hours from late Saturday night to Sunday afternoon. And ultimately, there were some concessions that had to be made by progressives to keep Manchin and Cinema on board. In fact, Bernie Sanders, the leading progressive in the Senate, was quite critical of the bill, despite the fact that he eventually said yes and and voted for it with every other Democrat. We have legislation which, unlike the original Build Back Better plan, ignores the needs 
of the working families of our country in childcare, pre-K, the expansion of Medicare, affordable housing, home health care, higher education, and many, many other desperate needs. So the very big ticket items in this bill, one of which includes a goal that Democrats have been seeking to achieve for decades, this bill is going to allow Medicare on some drugs to begin to negotiate price for the very first time in hopes of bringing down costs. In addition, this bill extends the Affordable Care Act subsidies that allow people to afford the insurance policies they purchase on the Obamacare exchanges. That could be a huge savings for tons of Americans who get their health care that way. Democrats are also able to pass a provision for those with diabetes and on Medicare that places a $35 cap on insulin. That's the life-saving drug for people afflicted with diabetes, and that drug has been skyrocketing in price of late. The Democrats were not able to get that provision to include people who have private health insurance coverage. So that's just for folks on Medicare. This bill would also reduce the deficit and be paid for through new taxes. That includes a 15% minimum tax on large corporations and a 1% tax on stock buybacks. But perhaps the single biggest ticket item in the bill, and there's a lot in there, folks, if indeed this passes the House and President Biden signs it into law, it will represent the single biggest investment dealing with climate in U.S. history about $370 billion. This bill will kickstart the era of affordable clean energy in America. It's a game changer. It's a turning point. Now, as I said, after a year of Democratic infighting, Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer actually hammered out this deal largely in secret for quite some time and then sort of sprung it on the Senate that a deal had been reached and that Manchin was on board. And that, of course, angered Republicans who also believed that this Democratic spending bill had been left for dead to their happiness. They don't want to see this bill passed. A lot of the Republicans had some not so nice things to say about the West Virginia Democrat. I think a lot of Republicans feel like they were duped by uh, Joe Manchin. The senator from West Virginia has engaged in a gigantic Olympic worthy flip flop. That's what the people of West Virginia are asking their senator, Joe Manchin. Why, why, why? And one Republican senator, Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, was on the Senate floor this weekend as part of the debate, making the case that this administration and this Democratic Congress doesn't have a great track record with their government spending. And he said that is why he believes this will actually, at the end of the day, do more damage to the American people than good. So you're the same people that told us if we passed American Rescue Plan, all would be well. We're at 9.1% inflation. You're increasing gas taxes. Now you want to expand Medicare. This is going to hurt the American people. Stop the madness. Vote no. Now, the big question remains, can President Biden turn this legislative victory or what appears to be a legislative victory, assuming the House does pass it, into a political win? Can he use this to increase his poll numbers and bolster Democratic chances this fall in the midterms? That question remains unanswered. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.